Road America is your national park of speed. The SVRA Vintage, Moto America Superbikes, Vintage Motofest, the NTT IndyCar Weekend, SCCA Junior Sprints, the Trans Am Speed Tour, IMSA, and more. It's racing at its best. Go to roadamerica.com. You got popcorn? I need popcorn. It's that kind of day. Here we go. Here we go. Off and running. Welcome into the Bill Michael Show, the Thursday edition. I apologize for the sound. I am uh, under the weather. Uh, last night, really under the weather, uh, but a little bit better today. And uh, now we come out of the shoot today with news that Nathaniel Hackett, Aaron Rodgers' guy, is off to New York. He's heading to the Jets to become their offensive coordinator. Um, and now all of the speculation about they're bringing him in. Aaron's given an indication he's yes. coming back. And then he's going to end up going over to the Jets. They're going to make a trade. He's going to make it uh, friendly enough for the cap. So that way the Packers don't take a hit. And it's going to benefit every. Oh, oh my God. Oh. And uh, all over. All over Jets Nation, Packers Nation, Sports Talk Nation, people are changing their pants. That's it. That's a day today. I just kind of rolled my eyes and thought, okay, you know, we knew this was going to happen. When he started interviewing, he's a friend of uh, Matt LaFleur's. Sala is a friend of Matt LaFleur's. Nathaniel Hackett is a friend of Sala's and Matt LaFleur's. Mike LaFleur, Matt LaFleur's brother, was the guy that got fired. Nathaniel Hackett was a pretty good offensive coordinator when he was here. It's a natural. I, I don't, you know, when they say breaking news, it's like breaking news. It should have been like, oh, yeah, everything we talked about came true. There you go. Uh, I'm going to stay steadfast on what I started the week off with and what I'll end the week with. Rogers is going to come back to the Packers. He'll adjust whatever he needs to adjust cap-wise. They'll do what they can to run it back, and I think he wants to retire a Green Bay Packer. I just do. That's it. So there you go. I So uh, maybe I'm the giant bucket of cold water on the rumor mill today. But, uh, but I, I, you know, I, <laughs> it happened. And all I know is, man, Twitter just blew up. If you, if you uh, follow, like, TweetDeck, uh, which I do, I keep it open during the show. So you got Twitter and all the different things you follow, the Packers, Brewers, the Bucks, and all that stuff. Oh, my God. The Packers section, was, it was just throttling. Just throttling. People going crazy. Crazy. So, uh, and then there's the DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Hopkins uh, rumors that are floating around out there that uh, Vegas, betonline.alv, uh, uh, is now saying that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is most likely to be traded to the Green Bay Packers. That's where uh, the bets are right now out in Vegas. The most likely team to end up with DeAndre Hopkins services is the Packers. That'd be nice. I'd take that. Now, he's not DeAndre Hopkins from years gone by playing in, in Houston. But I'll still take it. If he can stay healthy, that's been the biggest problem for DeAndre Hopkins. So that's the way we start off the day. How are you doing today? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You can hit us up over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. YouTube. And uh, thank you so much for subscribing over on YouTube. 
Uh, we have now rolled, I think we've rolled over 3,000 subscribers on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. So thanks so much. Uh, no, we're at like we're like eight away from 3,000. So we're about 3,000. Uh, but thanks for watching on YouTube, on Twitch TV, uh, youtube.com slash uh, Bill Michael Show. Same thing on Twitch. And you can email the program. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, ben Kenny at Ben Z Kenny over on Twitter. Ben, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm on my third pair of pants. I I must say, oh, I'm, you are okay. The first two had to be golf related, right? No, hey, we talked a little golf today. Okay, my guy Taylor Montgomery is is dicing it up. Odds on favorite, but the second pair. I mean, I'm caught up in the moment with all this. I must say, and that's maybe just being a fan of. You know, the musical chairs of the NFL and what we do in sports talk right. radio. But uh, to the Jets and to the NFL, I say thank you. This this is tremendous content because I yes. don't know. Like, I don't think it's going to change whether the Packers want Rodgers back. It's just in the event they don't, this becomes the clear other plan. Right. So I, I don't think it changes much, but the storylines are awesome. Yep. I would completely agree. It is going to be a hotbed, a skillet of chat. That's what it is, a skillet of chat. It's all hot. It's all sizzling. A skillet of chat. That's what we got going on. So, good stuff. Uh, what else do we have here for you? Um, we got, oh, by the way, our guy Mo Egger from ESPN Radio in Cincinnati is going to join us today. We're going to start taking a look around the league. And Cincinnati heading into Kansas City. We made our picks last night. We're going to make our picks uh, against the spread today. But... Um, uh, by the way, Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if you saw the footage of Patrick Mahomes. He went to the podium, said it's AFC Championship Week. I'm good. Uh, walked out. Uh, he's got a little bit of a stiffness to his walk, but not anything terrible. Uh, there was video of him going through the workouts early on, doing all the high steps and all that kind of stuff. Uh, here was something I didn't know, and, and I, uh, I I just didn't know this. So when, you know how they always say, Ben, well, you know what? Uh, he'll be fine. They'll shoot it up. He'll be good, right? Ben died. <clears throat> so they always say if you're in pain, they'll shoot it up. You won't feel the pain. Um, you'll be able to go play, you know, and you'll be good. It'll be sore the next day, but you'll be good. And then if he gets through the game and they win, then he's got two weeks to heal up going into Super Bowl week. Okay. Um, I did not realize that once you get shot up, you get what they call the shot. I did not realize once you got the shot that the next time you need the shot doesn't work as much. The more you get the shot, the less effective it becomes. I didn't know that. I've only had the shot one time in my entire life, and that wasn't anything sports-related. I didn't realize that, though. So the rumor was that Patrick Mahomes, in the second half of that game this past weekend against the Jacksonville Jaguars, got the shot. And he has not really gone through a full rigorous workout, obviously yesterday or today or whatever, um, so going into the game on Sunday, if indeed he does get the shot, they said the way to play it is to get after him early to see what his kind of legitimate mobility is. And then kind of just play your defense 
And then because the shot wears off. And then in the second half of that game, and it's cold, when the shot starts to wear off and you start to really feel it, then they said, then you unleash the dogs. You just come after them every which way. So I, I found that incredibly interesting this morning. I was, I was listening to a, a Good Morning uh, Football, as I usually do. Good Morning Football, Get Up, and all that kind of stuff, uh, flipping around. And I was listening to that, and uh, as I was doing the massage, anybody have a massage? You know what that is, that nasal thing where you put that machine up your nose, and it starts blowing out everything that's nasty in your head? I was doing that this morning uh, over and over and over and over again. Um, but the, but apparently the shot does not work as effectively the second time you get it or the third time you get it. Uh, and they don't like to do it for a third time. So, uh, it's going to be that, that was something I didn't know. So when you talk about strategies going into this game coming up on Sunday, um, you know, most players, former players say, oh yeah, you'll get a shot. You'll, you'll, you'll get the shot. You know, if you're already ailing high ankle sprain, you'll definitely get the shot, but it'll only last maybe a quarter and a half, two quarters. And after that, that's it. You start feeling it again. So I thought that was interesting when it comes to strategy, uh, getting after Patrick Mahomes this coming weekend. So we're going to talk with our buddy Mo Egger from ESPN Radio in Cincinnati. And then uh, we're going to talk with Jim Ozarski. We have not talked a lot of Bucks basketball, and we need to. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Bucks, And uh, Jim's going to join us, give us a lowdown as to what's going on in Bucks Nation. Uh, Charles Barkley had some things to say about the NBA which I found rather interesting, and I found rather on the nose. Um, and uh, hopefully – do you have that, Ben? We'll hear that later on too, right? I could find it. Yeah, we're going to – because Charles Barkley went off on the NBA, and I thought it was incredibly poignant. Uh, so we'll get that, and uh, then we're going to make our NFL picks today. Uh, we'll get into all of that, point, uh, picks against the spread. Tomorrow, last night, first of all, I'll say thanks to the staff and management at the New Berlin Ale House. That is such a cool place. I, I, you know, I travel around the area all the time, and this thing's pretty close to my own backyard. I hardly ever go there, uh, admittedly, and it's just such a cool place, and I forget about it. We do that. We do it more in the summertime when we ride than we do in the wintertime, but such a cool place. We had so much fun last night. Um, yesterday morning, I woke up. In the middle of the night, I woke up, I told you yesterday on the show, it was 4.06 a.m., and the right side of my head was like raw, if that makes sense. It's raw. Everything that drains out of your head and into your throat and then into your chest, it's just raw. It, like, hurts. It burns. It just, you got an ache to it, you know? So, um, and I was amazed at how fast I went from feeling great to miserable. Last night, I got home. I mean, I bolted out of New Berlin Ale House and went straight home. I mean, so weak. So, like, just could hardly lift my hands up. Uh, got my briefcase and a couple things or my backpack out of the car. Went upstairs, and I just collapsed in bed. I, I went to bed at 9 o'clock last night. About every two hours I was up last night, about every two hours. And I could not get warm. I mean, I had three comforters on my bed. Couldn't get warm. I was shivering and shaking, and I thought, because we got um, the uh, distillery tomorrow, so I, I want to be, you know, ready to go do that, and I wanted to promote it, so I thought, you know, you got to go to work. You got to go to work. You got to go to work, and I'm, I'm glad I'm sick now rather than next week when we're heading off to, to Super Bowl. So last night about 2.30, you know, and I'm weak, and I'm tired, and I'm just, I keep getting up. And last night, I mean, I had one of those sweats where everything broke. 
I had one of those sweats where you like woke up and you're like, oh my god, I got to change everything. The sheets, the under pad in the bed. I mean, everything had to peel the entire bed last night. I went into one of the guest rooms and slept in the guest room last night, and then woke up um, woke up this morning uh, in the guest room about seven seven thirty. But every two hours I was up. Every two hours last night. I'm taking. I mean, if I ran right now, I'd sound like a maraca. I got so much garbage in me. But a uh, hot shower today, massage a couple of times today, clean out my sinuses. And if you've ever – Ben, have you ever done a massage? No. So what it is, and I'm sure you've seen it on TV, it's this machine, and it's got two ports, and you put the two ports in your nose. And you, you can't stick it, like, hard against there because there's a suction to it, and it'll, like, suck your – it'll, like, collapse your nose, and then it doesn't work right. So you got to put it just in enough – to create enough suction throughout your sinus cavity from one side to the next. So you hold this massage machine, and you put it in your nose, and you push the button. And what it does is it starts squirting saline and salt water up one side of your nasal cavity, and it blasts it through, and it comes washing out the other side. And it's supposed to kind of clean you out. I don't know what I got, but the guard that fell out of my head. I don't want to be gross, so I'm not going to get into the details of it, but the garbage that fell out of my head, holy crap. Holy moly. So I feel better. Uh, I t- I'm talking a little bit better than I was earlier this morning, but I got to tell you, I am sweating my ass off today. I feel like I've just run 20 miles. I mean, so like like fat guy walking up the stairs, breathing heavy kind of sweat. Just profusely, like toweling your head, toweling your side, you know, like where your sideburns on. My neck is sweaty. My, I, I'm wearing shorts today. So, you know, for those that are watching on the Bud Light Livestream, I'm wearing shorts. I, I'm, I'm sweaty everywhere. It's just the nastiest thing, man. It's like holy mackerel. So uh, I hope you don't get it. But uh, if anybody's got any uh, remedies to this, what I'm going through. And it's, by the way, uh, I tested this morning for COVID because I got all those COVID tests. Negative. I, I I don't I don't think I'm in that, you know, realm. But uh, negative for COVID. I just think I got a sinus infection because I'm kind of prone to that stuff. But man, I can't believe how fast it hit. About four oh six yesterday morning, and by last night, I couldn't even get warm. I was shivering and shaking. I mean, but I tell you what, you threw me in your bathtub with a bunch of hot water and a couple of soap. You could have thrown your laundry in with me. I would have agitated your laundry clean. Uh, let's do this. Gonna go ahead and take a quick break. And uh, come back. We got a lot more to get to, and it's just we're just starting out today. Just starting out today, because Nathaniel Hackett is now the offensive coordinator for the New York Jets. You know what that means? That oh, here comes all the conjecture. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Also, coming up in the next hour, we will tell you who our on-site special guest is going to be tomorrow when we're at the distillery. We're going to be in Grafton. Going to come on out for lunch, eleven to two. We're going to be there, so come on out and hang out with us. Cannot wait. Giving away a fifty-five inch big screen TV. Compliments of our friends from Bud Light. Giving away all kinds of Bud Light specials tomorrow, lunch specials tomorrow, whiskey specials tomorrow. Take the day off. Come out and enjoy the show. Maybe you'll win the TV. And uh, we got a special guest that's going to be on site in the noon hour. I can't wait. Mike Clemens is going to join us live, too, in the final hour of the show. But uh, looking forward to the show tomorrow. Really looking forward to this. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, it's all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show. 
on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Road America, your national park of speed, has great offers for everyone. Military members, veterans, kids, student passes, groups, and corporate offers as well. Cure your need for speed by going to roadamerica.com. That's roadamerica.com. the program good to have you the bill michael show we continue on this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at wisconsin harley davidson wishd.com that's wishd.com out there in oconomowoc and uh, all you gotta do is look for them uh, they're just south of 94 off of 67 uh check them out because uh, riding season's gonna be here before you know it and if you don't have that bike new and used big inventory and the brand new ones are coming in they're rolling the anniversaries are rolling in this being the 120th year for Harley-Davidson, not to mention the motor clothes and everything else that goes along with it. And uh, if you're ready to get your bike serviced and start uh, looking in that direction at some point, great place to go. Great place to go. Go to wishd.com. That's wishd.com. Uh, Navy Nugget says, Bill, you're in such denial that it is a real possibility for Rodgers to be traded. It reminds me of the denial you had that Green Bay wasn't going to retain Barry after their late-season run. Um. I wasn't in denial that they were going to. I said that they, I would let them go. And as far as denial about Rodgers being traded, I think it's 60-40. I think it's 60% he stays. And I honestly, I think um, I think it's Aaron's decision, to be honest with you. I think it's Aaron's decision. I think, uh, you know, this whole thing about denial, it's like, no, it's not denial. It's it, there's people that are so quick to say you got to do this, you got to trade them, you got to get rid of this, and and then what? Because this this fan base is is split, much like we just posted the other day, probably 70, 30. 30 keep them, seventy trade them, and um, if they bring them back and they don't win a Super Bowl, the seventy percent are going to say, "See, I told you so," and if they do trade them away, and next year and the year after and the year after sucks. The 70% of you are going to be, remain 100% silent. You won't say a word. You know, I. It, that's just what's going to happen. And, and and what what could be the worst case scenario is if you trade him away and he wins a championship with the New York Jets, then you're really going to be silent. You won't say a word. You'll you'll go into the hole and you'll never come out. You'll listen, but you'll never chime in. Or you'll all of a sudden go, no, no, I told you so, I told you so. I'm not in denial. I'm looking at what reality is. And I'm looking at what I know, what I hear, and and hypothesizing what I think. It's not denial. I think Rodgers wants to play for the Green Bay Packers. I think he wants to run it back. I think he wants to win a championship on another level in Green Bay. Now, if he won in New York, he would be a god in New York. He would be this, you know, to take the Jets, one, to the postseason, but two, put them deep into the postseason. He would be a god in New York. And that's New York. So the 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 legacy would grow, right? Okay. That I agree with. But 
I, I really believe that he wants, and it's not denial. Again, it's just what I know and what I hear. I really believe that he wants to finish in Green Bay. And he wants to win in Green Bay. One more time, run it back, best you can, best shot, here you go. Gary says, I've uh, seen uh, the, the Jets podcasters and sports shows begging for Aaron Rodgers to come there. Right. But the whole Nathaniel Hackett thing, remember, they were, you know, Denver was going to make a trade and they were going to bring him in and Nathaniel Hackett and, and Aaron Rodgers were going to rule the roost in Denver. Never happened. And Rodgers even said, I never thought about playing for anybody else but Green Bay. Mainly because, he, like he said, he's always been under contract. He's not going anywhere else. You know? Mark says, I'm in the 70% and I'm absolutely willing to take the lump of rebuilding. How, how many years? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying how many years? How many, how many years are you willing to take right now? If you knew that you could get it. The, the other thing that I, I caution you, I say this all the time to people. You have to believe Jordan Love is the real deal. You have to. Because if you don't, and you're going to start the, quote, rebuild or reload or whatever you want to call it and not have the quarterback to run it and not to have the defense to support a mediocre average to just a little above average quarterback, you're done. You are going to be not in the same situation, but you're going to be kind of in a situation that the Cowboys are because that means you will have said, we're going to pay Jordan Love and pick up his his extension his fifth year, and probably extend him. And once you're committed, you're committed. And they're going to force that. You know, oh, he's going to learn. Oh, he's going to get better. Oh, he's going to do this. Oh, he's going to do that. And the whole time you're like, no. And you're still searching for a quarterback. So that's why you had better believe and know that Jordan Love is a real deal. Because if he's not, you're just going to fade away into anonymity. And all of a sudden, you're going, you're going, boy, back to the future, man. Here's the 80s. And like Ricky says, well, we haven't won crap with him. Yep, I agree. Whose fault is that? The last three years, I'll go with Jan. I'll go with Jan, 100%. It was as much him as anybody else. But prior to that, that was on the organization. That was organizational failures. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. By the way, hello down in the Everglades, in Gator Alley down there in Florida, listening to us on the Bud Light live stream. Uh, when we come back, Mo Egger, ESPN Radio is going to join us. Mo's always great, always good to talk to, and we're going to start taking a look around the AFC and NFC championship games. Mo's going to be the first one out of the shoot. We're going to talk a little Cincinnati Bengals football as they get ready to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. That will be coming up next. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Road America, your national park of speed, has great offers for everyone. Military members, veterans, kids, student passes, groups, and corporate offers as well. Cure your need for speed by going to roadamerica.com. That's roadamerica.com.
Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on on this uh, kind of, you know, blustery little bit of snow falling right now outside uh, on a Thursday edition of the Bill Michael Show. Good to have you. And uh, joining us on the line now, talk a little bit about the AFC Championship game coming up down in Kansas City. Our guy Mo Ager from ESPN Radio in Cincinnati at Mo Ager over on uh, Twitter. If you want to find him there, Mo, how you doing, bud? Bill, I'm great. What's going on? Now, are you in KC yet, or are you uh, still back in Cincy? Uh, I am departing for Kansas City first thing Saturday morning. Gotcha. Okay, so you got to go to Joe's Barbecue. By the way, find Joe's. It's famous. It's a, it's a it's a dive joint, but fantastic barbecue. Just so you know, just giving you a hint. Uh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this upcoming game. Uh, I was thoroughly impressed with the Bengals' offensive line against the Buffalo Bills. Let's start there. Do they feel that they've got things solidified now to protect Joe Burrow? Yeah, and I think part of it is that they just feel comfortable with Joe Burrow himself. You know, I, I think to a degree, we, we never expected the Cincinnati offensive line to play the way it did against Buffalo. But I think in any game you go into it going, okay, even if pass protection breaks down, Joe Burrow's not going to make mistakes. We talked about it last year, right? During the postseason, he was hit a bunch. He was sacked a ton. But uh, those things didn't turn into mistakes. I, I think where... Where, where folks were surprised was the ease with which they ran the football. This has been a team that all season long has had a very uneven running game to run for 170 yards against the Buffalo Bills and really dominate the game physically with three backup offensive linemen isn't something they would expect. And I, I, I frankly think that's going to be the more interesting thing to watch on Sunday. I think with, with the skill guys they have and with the quarterback they have, I think you expect them to be okay throwing the football, even if, the pass protection isn't great. But if they run it the way they did against the Bills this Sunday against KC, Bill, I don't know how you prepare for them, and I don't know how you stop them. Um, and I think that, to me, is the most interesting thing about, at least from an offensive perspective, what the Bengals have to do on, on Sunday. The uh, the passing game, obviously, they're not like chucking it downfield. Everybody talks about Jamar Chase and the downfield ability. They haven't done that consistently, but... Uh, I go back to what, you know, I was looking at the analysts and listening to the analysts uh, over the weekend about how Joe Burrow is just so so technically sound and how he just kind of, you know, organizes the field in his brain and just takes what the defense gives him. And what do you see that Joe Burrow is going to need to watch out for against Kansas City coming up this weekend? Pass pressure up the middle because if if there's if there's a guy that I think from a Cincinnati perspective kind of scares you, it's Chris Jones. Um DJ Reader is, I would put just behind Chris Jones on the list of, you know, sort of high-end interior pass rushers. Cincinnati has enjoyed the benefit of what he's done now for two years, and Chris Jones is even better. So to me, I look for pressure up the middle. He's been great at evading or escaping when pressure comes from the edges. It's when pressure gets in his face that I think you watch. Um, so, I, you know, to me, there's there's that. And then it's if, if the running game dries up and now suddenly Joe is a little bit off schedule and they've got to concert third and longs, things like that, and then we'll see how Kansas City plays it. But, you know, you're right. I mean, the way Joe Burrow plays quarterback, it's not viral like Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't maybe wow you the way it does at times with a guy like Josh Allen. He will, quite simply, diagnose where the ball should go before the ball is snapped, make the right read, get it there, let his receiver do the rest. It's not necessarily sexy, but it is extraordinarily effective, and I would imagine 
that you're going to see a lot of that because, you know, they've said it all season long. Uh, you want to play too high, that's great. Uh, we'll throw it short. Uh, you want to you try to take away the short stuff and dare us to throw it long? Got the guys who can go get it downfield and kind of pick your poison. I think Cincinnati's offense really hinges, though, on Sunday uh, on, on how well it can run it. Because when this team has been good on the ground, and that hasn't happened all that often, but when they've been good on the ground, they're really hard to defend. The way you make them easier to defend is you make them one-dimensional. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how KC plays the run and to see how, uh, how effectively the Bengals run the football on Sunday. I have been more impressed. I mean, Joe Mixon runs like a beast, don't get me wrong, but I've been just as impressed with P. Ryan and the way he runs the ball. It's kind of like uh, I, I, he's a power runner, but he's got a different gear. He's got a quickness P. Ryan does to him, doesn't he? Agree wholeheartedly. You know, that's actually been a uh, kind of a topic of conversation for most of the season. And if you go back to when these two teams played back on December the 4th, Joe Mixon was in concussion protocol. Samaj P. Ryan ran for over 100 yards. He had some big runs in the postseason last year. He is, you know, there's a handful of things they rely on him for. Number one, he is their two-minute back. Heck, you saw it in the Super Bowl last year. Number two, he is far better at pass protection. That is a deficiency in Joe Mixon's game. We've known those things for a while, but you're right. I think if you were to just watch the two kind of side-by-side on film, you'll conclude that Samaj P. Ryan is the more powerful runner, does a better job finishing runs, is a little bit more decisive. Now, he's not as fast. He doesn't have the home run hitting capability of a Joe Mixon, but the other thing about Samaj P. Ryan, and, you know, again, you saw it a little bit on Sunday, when they're in a position to grind out a game and salt it away, uh, and who knows if they're going to be in that position on Sunday. If Samaj P. Ryan gets the football and not Joe Mixon, they really have developed a pretty good one-two punch. And you know in the back of Steve Spagnuolo's mind, the defensive coordinator of Kansas City, he remembers that 100-yard game that Samaj P. Ryan had. You go into a Cincinnati game and you expect, all right, uh, Jamar Chase is going to get us. Uh, Tyler Boyd is going to get us. If Joe Mixon's healthy, we got to account for him. Then you add Samaj P. Ryan to the mix, Again, uh, when they're cooking, when they're clicking on all cylinders, almost impossible to defend. Tell me about the defense. Well, let, let's start with injuries first and foremost. Is What is significant, and uh, do you have a hope of getting some of the guys on an offensive line back? I, I think today we'll, today we'll know a little bit more, but neither player practiced at all yesterday. I, I don't think I would be surprised if either one of those guys, Alex Capper or Jonah Williams, dressed, but I think they want to go with what they've got. I think they want to go with the healthiest version of the offensive line they have, and that's the five-man five unit that played uh, on, on Sunday against Buffalo. Aside from that, this team's pretty healthy. You know, they've won – Ten straight games, and they've had to do it without their top cover corner in Shinobi Awuzier. Um, obviously, Eli Apple has thrust himself into the spotlight. He's going to be a major talking point on Sunday, save for Cam Taylor-Britt, who had his first interception of the season against, uh, against Buffalo. But by and large, on defense, they go into this game healthy, and they go into this game with a track record of not stopping Patrick Mahomes, but certainly th- slowing him down, and to me, the chess match that exists between Lou Anarumo, Cincinnati's defensive coordinator, and Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, and Patrick Mahomes is going to be fascinating. I got to ask you, I want to go back because I, you know me, I've got a bunch of friends still down there, and I'm watching Facebook. What is the animosity of 
everybody's out to get us. Everybody's out to screw us. Referees suck. Collinsworth sucks. Everything sucks. Well, I think there's a difference between uh, when that comes from fans and when it does, I think it's kind of fatiguing. And when it comes from players, this, this team, whether folks on the outside like it or not, they thrive on the notion that they're disrespected. And look, there's a lengthy list of athletes and teams who have used that to fuel them. I watched the college football playoff championship game. Georgia absolutely annihilates TCU. They win their second straight national title. And after the game, I'm watching Georgia players say, well, we proved all the doubters wrong. No one gave us a chance. Nobody believed in us. And I'm going, wait a minute, Georgia? The NFL factory, the team that won it last year, the team that was number one most of the season, was there somebody who wrote that they were going to go 7-5 and five or something? They were favored literally in every game they played. But as you well know, sometimes players, whether it's real or contrived, will come up with some sort of slight that motivates them and as a collective unit brings them together. Heck, I watched a 10-part Michael Jordan documentary, which that was kind of the central theme, right? Michael Jordan taking stuff personally, whether the slights were real or contrived, in order to motivate him, in order to give him a little bit of an edge. Uh, This Bengals team thrives on such a thing. The the whole thing about, you know, the AFC championship game being on a neutral field, had Buffalo won and the NFL selling tickets. Logically, the Bengals sold tickets to the AFC championship game, too, in the event that Jacksonville won and Cincinnati hosted that stuff happens all the time. But there's a difference between reality and the, the head of an athlete who's trying to find an edge. And this team thrives on it. And I think kind of the cool thing for them is Zach Taylor acknowledged, look, yeah, I, I scour every corner of the Internet trying to find things that I could use uh, to throw to these guys and say, hey, look, here's disrespect. Now, I think this week that card is a little bit more difficult to play because who's not giving them a chance? Vegas right now has them as a slight favorite. They've beaten Kansas City three times if you go back to week 18 of last year. So three times in basically uh, 12 and a half months. They're coming off their best performance of the season. They've got a quarterback who's in the uh, finalist to be the NFL's MVP. Nobody is really disrespecting them this week. But I can guarantee you there will be something out there that even if it gets misconstrued internally, they will use as added fuel. This team really thrives on that sort of stuff. Talk with Mo Egger of ESPN Radio out of Cincinnati. So now you go to Patrick Mahomes. He he looked okay yesterday, but uh, and one of the things that I did not know was once you get shot up, the next shot you take kind of wears off by halftime. So is the strategy get after him early, see what he can do if you have to spy him or not, and then unload on him come second half when that thing starts to wear off and when he starts to feel that ankle a little bit more. Yeah, I think so, and I think that the cold weather obviously really affects that as well. I think what you're going to see is a game plan that early on is designed to confuse him. And let's face it, um, they've been able to do that. They haven't been able to do it for an entire game, and I don't think you're ever going to do that against Patrick Mahomes, but if you go back to the AFC Championship game last year, second half, I thought they did a really good job of throwing him looks that that, 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 that uh, kind of threw him off a little bit. I think you saw some of that early in the game against Kansas City back on December 4th, and I know you saw some of it against Josh Allen last week, and so I think what they're going to do is kind of change up some of the looks that you saw last week against Buffalo and yet bring pressure from some of the same places. And then I feel like as the game wears on and maybe the pain starts to set in, depending on sort of, you know, how things uh, unfold, 
I think they're, they're going to bring the heat uh, in, in in the second half of that football game and see if he can force make plays with his left make plays out of uh, that painful high uh, high ankle sprain ends up uh, being an issue as uh, the game wears on. Before I let you go, I got to ask you because uh, we're picking games last night. And there's a lot of people that you, you look at it toe-to-toe and the Bengals have the edge in a lot of different categories. But yet people say, well, four times in a row to beat them and three times down there. It's kind of like, the, well, Kansas City's just due, so I'm going to pick Kansas City. So give me your thoughts. What's the trepidation going into this game just personally for you and that fan base? Well, I, I think the, the trepidation is – the Kansas City Chiefs are really, really good. Uh, yes, the Bengals have had their number, but that's that's still an, an, an A-lister, a quarterback, who's probably going to be the MVP. The, the guy that I think is going to be interesting is Isaiah Pacheco. He kind of worries me. Look, if you go back to, the, to the, the playoff game against Baltimore, the Ravens did whatever they wanted to do on the ground. Uh, Buffalo was not the sort of team that was going to be able to do that, and the Bengals played from ahead, and they also had long, sustained drives, so Buffalo basically had to throw. Uh, I think, though, that if you're Kansas City, what you're looking to do is get some things going on the ground. Obviously, Travis Kelsey can be a load, uh, but it's it, to me, it's it's the opponent more than it is any deficiency the Bengals have. I know the you know, they really can't beat them. A four-straight-time thing is out there. I think a little bit more mechanically, it's can Kansas City make Cincinnati's offense one-dimensional? Can Cincinnati's patchwork offensive line hold up as well as it did last week? And I tend to believe, you know, if you go back to the game back on December the 4th, Bengals had a key special teams edge as well. Harrison Bucker missed a field goal. Punting unit was great that day. Um, Evan McPherson made a big kick. Uh, this game probably has a razor-thin margin. It's basically a pick 'em. Does Cincinnati continue to have the special teams edge that it's had in postseason games going back to last year? And if the answer is yes, I think if you're a Bengals fan, you're going to feel pretty good about the outcome. Mo, it's always great. If they win, we will see you in Arizona, okay? Most definitely. Look forward to it. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go. Mo Egger, ESPN Radio down in uh, Cincinnati. And he does the the uh, show from the Holy Grail right next to uh, Paycor Stadium. He does the show from Twin Peaks. He, uh, he's got the, the football show. He does all of that stuff regarding Cincinnati Bengals and Cincinnati Bearcats. And he's always a great wealth of information coming out of the Queen City. So thanks to Mo for joining us for a couple of minutes. Just a good dude, too. You can follow him on Twitter. He's even a, a better follow over on Instagram if you want to follow him over there as well. Good stuff from him. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're kind of going to come back. Got a lot more to get to. Don't forget about our friends at the Milwaukee Admirals. Still playing winning hockey. A lot of promotional stuff going on going into the new year. Get your tickets now, whether it's single game tickets, whether it's a, a group outing, or you want to buy like one of the end zones, or you want to go see one of the concerts. Check it all out. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That is MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Get the Road America app. You can listen live to the Trackwide PA broadcast with real-time updates on the races, driver interviews, sponsor details, and so much more. The app also allows you to watch live cams of popular locations all around the track. Go to RoadAmerica.com. 
Now, here's Mike Clemens. The NFL's conference championships are coming up this Sunday. It's the Eagles and the 49ers, followed by the Bengals and Chiefs in Kansas City, where the game time temperature there could be around 22 degrees. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes was able to practice yesterday despite that sprained ankle he suffered against the Jaguars. How does he feel? Um, I'm doing good, you know. AFC Championship week, ready to go. How's the ankle? It's doing good, you know. I've had a few days of treatment, a few days of rehab. Uh, excited to get on the practice field and kind of test it out uh, and uh, see where I'm at, but uh, it's feeling good so far. For the second year in a row, the Chiefs and Bengals will play in the AFC Championship game. Are the teams beginning to feel as familiar as divisional opponents? Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Yeah, I would say probably both ways. I, I would say that they they know us and we know them, and you know we're all searching for that little extra thing that you can throw at them. So we've played each other enough to. You know, we're, we're, I'm sure both sides feel that way. Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow is the first quarterback to beat Mahomes three games in a row. This will be the fourth meeting in just two years. Played him twice the last two seasons and really basically a month apart each time. You know, we know them, they know us. We have the experience team that's been to this this game the last five seasons and they've all been in that stadium so to me they're still the team to beat and then we're coming for them but we know it's going to be tough we know it's going to be going to be hard fought and we know the kind of players that they have on that side that's bengals quarterback joe burrow i'm mike clemens on the bill michaels show I want to remind you that uh, coming up tomorrow, we're going to be at the Stillery in Grafton. The Stillery in Grafton tomorrow night, uh, or tomorrow afternoon. Uh, looking forward to it. Doors open up at 11. We're on the air at 10, but doors open up at 11. Uh, they're serving lunch, and we're going to have Bud, Bud Light's going to be on hand, giving away a bunch of tchotchke stuff. We're giving away right then and there. You're, not getting, you're, you're going to get registered for, but it's not like we're going to draw it in a month. We're going to draw it that day. So somebody is going to walk away with a 55-inch big screen TV. Uh, Wayne Larravee, the voice of the Packers, is going to join us uh, in the noon hour. Mike Clements is going to be there on site as well. So we're going to have a great time. Great time tomorrow. And uh, we should have a lot of fun. And we'll, uh, Ben, we're also going to continue to talk around the rest of the uh, the AFC and the NFC uh, matchups, right? We'll have a couple of guys on uh, regarding the teams. Yes, working on that part of it. Perfect. Ben's all over it. There you go. By the way, I got to say happy birthday, 89th birthday to Bob Euchre today. 89th birthday to Bob Euchre. And he's still uh, he's still going. 89th birthday, man. Seems like yesterday I was watching Euchre and some of the uh, long time ago, you know, the old, uh, you know, Miller Lite commercials. But, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. The old commercials. Oh, front row, all that kind of stuff. So, anyway, uh, I digress. Um, the, the, there is an argument going on in the Bud Light live stream. Like, people are getting, like, just back and forth. I hate that. It's like I just want to put – nobody's, like, being really derogatory, but it's, like, just a lot of sarcasm, a lot of Twitter muscles, as I call it, uh, going on. The whole thing – let me let me say this, and I, I'm going to say it again, and then we can just put an end to it. I believe – Seven. While 70% of you say trade Rodgers, 70% of me says he's back, he's with the Packers, and they try to run it back. And this whole thing about, well, Rodgers is getting bad. He's bad. He had a bad year. 
he had a bad year. No doubt. But by his standards, he had a bad year. Remember, by his standards, he had a bad year. Overall, statistically speaking, it wasn't a terrible year. It was just by his standards, it wasn't a great year. So is he bad? No, of course not. He had a down season. I 100% agree with that. But in the grand scheme of things, he's still, you know, a, a decently rated quarterback. His interceptions went up this year. I admit that. But I'm uh, I'm not overly concerned about Aaron Rodgers because the last time everybody doubted him, he bounced back and won back-to-back MVPs. I, I just, if you think he's done... I think you have missed what Aaron Rodgers' whole career has been all about his entire his entire life. It's all about being the underdog and doubting him and him coming back and making you eat your words. Now, whether that leads to a championship or not, I don't know. But I still think it's just what it is. I still think he comes back. I think he plays for the Packers, and I think he runs it back. And if you think he's done because you're smarter than the average bear, I hope you're. I hope the only. Um, the only litmus test isn't just a Super Bowl next year. We'll talk about that when we come back. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. Get the Road America app. You can listen live to the Trackwide PA broadcast with real-time updates on the races, driver interviews, sponsor details, and so much more. The app also allows you to watch live cams of popular locations all around the track. Go to roadamerica.com.